2: Hi, this is Randy Backward from the Guess Who and BTO, and you are listening to Rock and Roll
0: Archaeology. He was sitting in the lounge of the Empire Hotel. He was drinking for diversion.
2: He was hardly the only one, her admirers are legion. That legion includes lots of fellow artists, celebrities, music industry big shots, a couple of U.S. presidents. An interesting bunch, to be sure. Contemporaries like Jimi Hendrix, who wrote in his journal about her heaven words, Robert Plant would breathe out her name at the end of a verse when Led Zeppelin played Going to California. Jimmy Page says he still cries when he listens to Blue or Korten Spark. Tom Morello, guitarist for Rage Against the Machine, and Maynard Keenan, the guy who fronts and writes the lyrics for Tool, are big, if somewhat unlikely, fans. Women who have carved out commercially successful and critically acclaimed careers in music like Shaka Khan, Annie Lennox, and Bonnie Raitt admire not just the body of her work, but how it was done, how she operated. On her own terms, independent, unapologetic. But it is Prince's admiration for Joni Mitchell that intrigues us the most. It seems unlikely, incongruous at first glance, perhaps. But think about it for maybe 10 seconds and you realize no, it's uh, not all that surprising. Game recognizing game. They're a couple of heavyweights, icons, but also iconoclasts who shared a maverick spirit. Both perfectionists, both multitasking musical wizards, both self-contained, producing their own records, very hands-on with their business affairs. Of course, they're mutual fans. Prince's enigmatic character and the depth of his devotion are definitely a big part of the intrigue. Prince who could be baffling, fierce, and demanding, and just plain difficult at times, all according to folks who knew him well and worked closely with him. Well, the purple one was just a mushy, gushy, hopeless, romantic Joni Mitchell fanboy, from his teenage years all the way to the end. Growing up, he wrote long, adoring letters to her, sent care of her fan club. With all the yous and hearts, eh, the way he writes, Joni recalled in a magazine interview years later. Her staff thought the letters were from the lunatic fringe, so that first they would just toss them in the trash.
0: Driving into town with the dark cloud above you station, I'm a little bit corny, I'm a wild flower waving for you, Broadcasting Tower, waving for you, and I'm
1: sending you up this evening. This podcast is intended to be education and commentary. It will discuss adult themes and may use coarse language. On podcast presents Rock and Roll Archaeology with host Christian Swain Music Culture Technology. Rock and
0: roll.
1: And now, on with the show.
2: Hey, hey, diggers. You wanted the best and you got the best. Uh, welcome to the new Rock and Roll Archaeology Shorts Podcast. Okay. We heard the demands of more r content, and we finally figured out a way to add some without cannibalizing our big show or painting ourselves into any corners, especially since we still have a long way to go. So expect these shorts to help satiate your need for a slice of rock and roll goodness while we continue cooking up the main dish. In this format, we intend to give you diggers some quick hitters and interesting topics that we probably can't get to in the main show we will follow up on some misses from previous episodes as well that we just feel we need to address or we just didn't have the time for as we tell our chronological tale and expect a few topics jure that just need our immediate attention well that's the plan and this is an opportunity for you to get involved if you have a good concept please email us at rock and roll archaeology project at gmail.com, or find us on the socials, send us a message, and let us know uh, an idea or two. Our first shorts is one of those quick hitters, something we wanted to shed a little light on because we love when two stars fall into each other's orbit, and these two are big stars in our rock and roll world. So, let's get to it. I give you episode one, Of Rock and Roll Archaeology Shorts, Joni and the Prince. For his part, Prince has more than his share of high-profile fans. Everyone knows about the big hits he wrote for the Bengals and for Sinead O'Connor. Here are some other high-profile Prince fans, and when we say fans, that's short for fanatics. Beyoncé, who's just the single most celebrated pop star on the planet over the last 20 years or so, or... How about Randy Newman, who said hearing 1999 rekindled his creativity in the early 80s. Randy went on to build a second career as a movie soundtrack composer and became one of the most successful of all time. Bruce Springsteen, who battled Prince for chart supremacy in the mid 80s, is a huge fan. Bruce led the E Street Band through a monster cover of Purple Rain to open their Brooklyn show in 2016, just a few days after Prince passed.
0: Such a shame our
1: friendship had to end Purple rain, purple rain Purple rain,
0: purple rain Purple rain, purple, rain. Purple, rain, purple
2: rain Another interesting one For years, Celtic roots rockers, the Waterboys, have been playing Purple Rain as one of their encore songs, and they just pour emotion into it. Our all-time favorite, though, is that performance of While My Guitar Gently Weeps at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2004. Prince is sharing the stage with some of the greatest rock musicians of all time. He patiently waits his turn to take a solo and cuts off all of their heads, dunks on every one of them. You his royal badness just throws his telecaster high up in the air and walks off. Uh, we'll put the link into the show notes for that one. But we're gonna stick to these two today because well, like we said we just find the relationship super fun and intriguing. Joni and Prince.
1: Cause I'm kinda of going with someone Just I sound like a real man to me Mind if I turn on the video Oh my favorite song she said and it was Joni singin' me, I think I bone Bone rang and she said
0: Who ever's colouring can't be as cute as
1: you right then and there I knew I was through my oh,
2: He's a strange little duck Joni Mitchell said in a 1991 interview But I like him. By then, they had met several times. She went on to say that out of all the musicians she's inspired, Prince is the one that she's the proudest of. She first spotted him, as best we can tell, on January 16, 1976, in the audience at a show in Minneapolis. Joni was touring in support of Court and Spark, which was her breakthrough album commercially. The band was the superb LA Express prince rogers nelson was 17 sitting in an aisle seat just a few rows back Joni pegged him for about 15 or so but prince was diminutive he topped out at about five foot three as an adult so it's easy to understand the mistake a little princeling she called him beautiful dark-eyed and intense with his collar turned up looking from side to side a lot of course she noticed him Early on in her performing career, Joni would tamp down her stage fright by picking out someone in the audience and singing right to them. The trick worked, and she continued to do it long after her stage fright was conquered, just because she enjoyed it. So that night, Joni played and sang a good chunk of her set, Right to Prince. According to Wendy Melvoin and Lisa Coleman, yeah, Wendy and Lisa, Prince liked to noodle with Joni Mitchell songs on the piano during soundchecks or downtime. It was a way for him to just kind of muse away quietly until an idea of his own came along. There are hundreds of hours of unreleased music in Prince's archives, early drafts, sketches, and outtakes, and fully realized albums, too. Welcome to America dropped in the summer of 2021. It was the first posthumous release of new material, and we're certain a lot more is on the way. But so far, the only official released recording he's made of a Joni Mitchell song is his gorgeous cover of A Case of You. But the Joni Mitchell influence is there, albeit not always obvious, according to no less an authority than Joni herself.
0: Even Prince, you know, like, who's an interesting hybrid who's taken some things from here so he so he claims and 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 uh, but but his influences are it's me and Sly. Now you take me and Sly in hybrid mm-hmm. that you're going to get something quite unique cuz he played back um I think it was Paisley Park. I went to a playback here and there was a harmonic po- passage in one of the songs that really interested me and and I said to him, "Oh, well, you know, where is that coming from?" cuz it sounded fresh to me you know, and he said, you, you know, and I couldn't hear it, but time went by and I heard something and it was, the reason I couldn't hear it was because it was something that Larry Carlton played against my architecture, which I'm very familiar with, Mm -hmm. and I'm familiar with what I added also, but yeah, he'd taken something between those two things, you know what I'm saying?
2: That's from a 1996 interview of Joni by Morrissey of The Smiths' Fame. Help me, I think I'm falling, Joni sings, but she also sings, no regrets, Coyote, to the man who's got a woman back home and another one down the hall, but who seems to want me anyway. That's one for the women, so beautifully complex, Prince sings in Lady Cab Driver after he asks her, can you take me for a ride? It is beautifully complex, sometimes contradictory. A rich territory to explore, this Joni Prince thing. Go ahead, explore some more. You can start with some of the links in the show notes, in particular. Uh, Joni Mitchell's official website is just outstanding. Thousands of articles, videos, and audio clips, reviews, set lists of her live show. It's all archived there. And of course, we'll get into both of these artists in some depth and detail in our main podcast, Rock and Roll Archaeology. Meantime, we'll leave you with a great Prince tune. Thanks for stopping by, and as always, keep up the rocking.
0: <clears throat>
1: is written by Richard Evans and Christian Swain, produced and hosted by Christian Swain. All sound design and incidental music by Jerry Danielson at Busy Signal Studios. Find all of our shows, notes, and links at pantheonpodcast.com. All songs can be found for purchase or streaming wherever you get your great music. Please pick up these amazing tracks. Contact us on social... At Pantheon Podcasts on Facebook and Instagram. Tweet us at Pantheon Pods.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football